everybody welcome to trek trek uh star trek podcast i am justin chang and with me is randy nelson hey folks welcome aboard yeah i guess we're we're kind of like a, a starship here audio starship sure <laughs> yeah oh can you tell it's been a little while since we did this yeah it's been uh it's been a long road as we'd like to say uh yeah so we're two guys who used to write about uh video games mm-hmm. back in the day and and we were star trek fans and uh we decided to talk about star trek yeah because we talked so much about video games <laughs> it's like we can't talk about this anymore no more video games yeah um, we're going to talk about another love of ours, which is this wonderful universe and the spaceships that fly around in it. Yeah, I mean, we're not experts at all, but we're uh, we're just uh, we're just fans. Yeah, well, I mean, we might say we're experts at enjoying Star Trek. Sure. <laughs> and and enduring it in some cases. Well, you go back and listen to our old episodes. Yeah, we watched. Uh, there are some pretty rough spots uh, in Voyager season one and in Enterprise throughout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we got something new going on, right? Yeah, uh, Star Trek Discovery is coming or uh, has already aired, depending on when you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we're gonna we're planning to watch each episode week to week and talk about it. Mm-hmm. So that's not the most, I guess, original thing you've ever heard of, but we hope that, you know, you can enjoy watching it along with us, a couple of fans. And uh, yeah, we're, I guess, you know, we've talked about even mixing up kind of the format a little bit. Um, I don't know. What, what were you thinking along those lines, Justin? Well, our episodes before were very recap heavy and, mm-hmm. uh, I think just more, not necessarily analysis, but more just pointing out cool things that we noticed Mm -hmm. would be more discussion, a little more interesting than just recapping what happened because, you know, people probably saw the episode. (laughs) Here's what happened on this show you just watched. Now, I I think it it did kind of make sense, you know, when we're going back and revisiting these series from decades ago that, you know, weren't probably fresh in anyone's memory. I mean, we like to think that people like watch the episode and then listen to our podcast. But um, in this case, like you said, you probably have just watched the episode and uh, you hopefully have a pretty good memory of what happened. So mm-hmm. we'll, uh, we'll share our thoughts on all of them with you. So yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about it. Um, you know, this is something that I'm not sure if I ever expected to happen again which is a new Star Trek series. And we kind of got two Star Trek series in a way. Okay. Uh, Seth MacFarlane's got a series that's basically Star Trek, the next generation. Yeah. And I, I don't know anything, you know, I haven't really read anything into how this came to be at the same time. (laughs) Uh, you know, did someone in some room somewhere say, Hey, you know, there's a lot of buzz around Star Trek now with Discovery coming out. You know, that series Seth has laying around, uh, you know, maybe we should make that, (laughs) but maybe you know more about it than I do. I don't know. 
maybe Seth MacFarlane wanted to make a Star Trek show and he got turned oh. down. So he's like, I'm going to make my oh. own Star Trek. Oh, that's a really good point. Because as we know, he's been involved with Star Trek before. Yeah, he's I mean, a huge Star Trek fan. Uh, he's appeared huge. in Enterprise. Yeah. yeah, he did. Um, I mean, who can forget, you know, some of his lines? Like, <laughs> um, did he have lines? I think he had lines. Yeah, he had lines. Yeah, because I was like, oh, it's Brian from Family Guy. There's a micro fracture in the magnesium jacket. That's why it ruptured. I ran a pressure test. Tell it to the man lying in sick bay. Test him again, all of them. Aye, sir. Uh, but yeah, uh, Orville. Have you been watching uh, the Orville? I have been watching the Orville. Uh, it's different than I was expecting. Uh, sure. Yeah, I agree. The promotional materials made it seem like a parody of Star Trek. Like mm-hmm. it's going to be mm-hmm. Galaxy Quest-ish. And sure. uh, no, it's just straight up Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah. And, you know, I'm actually having a little, like, adjustment issue with that not not in a bad way it's just like i think i was so prepared for it to be a like all-out comedy um just like laugh a minute kind of thing right and i i guess that's what comes when you're seth mcfarlane and what you know what he's worked on in the past but you know yeah it's it's more i don't know if i could really put like a percentage balance on it but it's definitely more like traditional like like you said next gen yeah but with joke with like with like modern jokes (laughs) in it and it's not and the other thing that's surprising and i guess it makes sense because it's it's like on a family network is that it's it's not like raunchy really and it's not adult it's like it's just comedy but it's not a com it's a dramedy i guess yeah but but um, a little heavier on the drama than the I think a mm-hmm. lot of people are expecting. Yeah, yeah, and I, I mean that's I, apparently it's getting really good ratings. Um, so it's it's striking a, a chord with someone um, clearly, you know. And I'll keep checking out what's going on there. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to have that that going on while we have uh, what looks to be a very dramatic Star Trek series, mm-hmm. uh, as far as I can tell. I, I did see a, cl- a clip. Um, you know, I've been kind of staying away from it, but I saw a clip where there's a little bit of humor. You know, everything else I had seen before about Discovery was just so, um, just so dark <laughs> and dramatic. So we have to sign up for CBS All Access. Yeah, that's that's dark. <laughs> the fact that we have to do that because we don't live outside of the U.S. Yeah, and I uh, don't think uh, there's much else to watch on there. But you know, I'll check it out since I have to subscribe anyway. Well, there's a isn't there like a Good Wife spinoff or something? Is that uh, still on? I don't know. Uh, yeah, probably. I don't know. You know what I'd be much more up for? Um, and you know, well, the one thing is we'll, we'll get to see, um, the pilot, which is what, two, a two-parter, two episodes mm-hmm. on CBS, CBS, right? Broadcast CBS. Right. And then, then we'll have to kick over to all access. Um, you know, I saw something today and, and, and I'm gonna, uh, the, this show also has star in the title. So I feel like it's, it's okay to talk about this here. Uh, it's Stargate. And I don't know if you saw today, but they announced that um, the new Stargate streaming service, I think it's called Stargate Command, is going to be $20. And when I saw that, I thought, 
oh, are you kidding me? $20 a month for Stargate? <laughs> but no, it's $20. It's just like, you pay $20, and you can watch every episode ever of Stargate. The Stargate, like, movie and the made-for-TV movies, and then the new Stargate series they're making. And I was just like, how awesome would it be if CBS made a all-Star Trek streaming service? And maybe even... I might even be more apt to pay a monthly fee for that. Like, it's just every piece of Star Trek thing ever. But um, it's not happening, so... <laughs> Don't give them any ideas. <sighs> yeah, well, okay. I'll put it this way. $20 one-time fee. Ah, all right. Follow the, the model of, uh, of Stargate. So Discovery had their premiere yesterday we're recording on thursday the 21st uh-huh and uh po- reactions were positive um mm-hmm. but you know it's the premiere apparently critics can't review star trek discovery until after the first episode airs okay so that's kind of concerning yeah so is so you have to forgive me but is that pretty common with television or not the case i'm pretty sure i see you know premiere or uh, premiere uh pilot reviews well ahead of pilots usually Mm -hmm. right yeah it's not it's not that common uh i saw someone pointing out that oh game of thrones did that in twin peaks but both of those are established Mm -hmm. things and uh, and Mm -hmm. star trek is definitely established but not discovery Mm -hmm. yeah i wonder You know, maybe I don't want to take a super cynical view because like you said, the, the, the buzz on social media. And I think that's, that's kind of like what they allowed. They do that sometimes with movies where it's like, Hey, you can go to the premiere. You can watch it. You can say non reviewy stuff. It's usually positive <laughs> on social media. Like, Hey, if you want to say how great it was, go ahead. But if you want to say it sucked, just be quiet, you know? But, um, yeah, I, I, I was going to say like, maybe it's not necessarily a sign of concern. Maybe they do feel like it's such a, you know, big franchise that they can just do that or that Paramount can just do that. Or, um, you know, the conspiracy theorist side of me says, what if there's something so shocking in the premiere that they don't want it leaking? <laughs> I mean, but I don't know. It's possible, but it's easy to be cynical about this move. Sure. Sure. I mean, we we want it to be so good, right? Like this is the first new um Star Trek series since what the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and it's 2017. It's been a long we've it has been a long road <laughs> getting from there to here. And there's just been and, and all the I think all the shakeups that have been going on uh with Brian Fuller and some other people, you know, leaving the production and you know, it's 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 a big mystery. It looks really cool. <laughs> no, I I, I I want it to be good. I'm hoping oh, it's sure. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, me too. Yeah. And I've definitely been hankering for Star Trek. I mm-hmm. I went to the uh, Fathom event where they showed uh, Star Trek Two: Wrath of Khan. Oh, you did in, in theater, and yeah, uh-huh. that was great. It's a fantastic movie. Uh-huh. And you know, I just I want to see Star Trek week to mm-hmm. week, but yeah. It's easy to feel nervous about it. Sure. Yeah. I mean, just given every, given everything surrounding it and, and just the, I think the amount of pressure that's on to, to make it really good and, uh, not just from us, you know, 
I mean, they don't care. <laughs> we got to make it really good for Justin and Randy. <laughs> oh, those Trek Trek guys are really harsh. Uh, we heard what they said about Enterprise. Uh, you know, we better make sure this is good. But um, no, I, you know, I'm really excited. Um, you know, the other the other thought, you know, without getting, you know, we'll, we'll definitely we'll talk about a lot more when we watch the first two episodes. But, um, you know, one of the things I was thinking about was just how, you know, like with Star Trek The Next Generation, you know, there's a lot of people that say like, you know, oh, those first couple seasons are rough, you know, um, you know, if you, if you, if you can just skip, skip the first couple of seasons. Right. Mm-hmm. And so there's definitely a precedent for Star Trek series, not necessarily starting out on the most solid footing and getting a lot better. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. But we're in a climate now where in, in television and entertainment where if something doesn't isn't a hit right away, it's in trouble. So and maybe an, they're feeling that pressure, too. You know, um, I mean, every Star Trek series has that problem. Deep Space Nine mm-hmm. is my favorite series. And the first season is not great. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned about this show also because of the CBS All Access thing, because mm-hmm. most people are not going to sign up for a CBS All Access to get to watch the show. Yeah. Just realistically speaking. Right, right. I mean, they're not going to... There are there are other just... avenues to see this show. That don't count towards ratings, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I think yeah, that's a that's a really good point. It's definitely something I've thought about um, quite a bit when thinking about this, the, the, the show. Um, yeah, and, and you have to wonder, you know, kind of like what are the... What are the uh, numbers are going to be looking at for it to consider this a success? You know, I was, I was just thinking about it yesterday. One of the, the things that may be in its favor in that, in, in that um, sense is uh, the Netflix. The fact that outside of the U.S. it's going to be shown on Netflix. And, you know, I don't obviously don't know. I don't think anyone knows how much Netflix is, you know, paid for that. You know, maybe, you know, there are shows that, that get pulled off of networks because, you know, it may have a lot of viewers, but it's like the, the the channel that's airing it is just like not willing to pay for it anymore. You know, mm-hmm. funny. I think that happened recently with uh, the sci-fi series uh, Dark Matter. Um, you know, apparently it was it was doing pretty well, but you know, sci-fi was just like, well, we want to spend the money elsewhere, and and it wasn't even a sci-fi show. Uh, but they, you know, the the Canadian company that makes it was like, well, if sci-fi is not going to pay us for it anymore. We're not going to make it anymore. So I don't know. Maybe Netflix is paying enough to CBS. They're like, hey, even if no one signs up for all access, we're still making a ton of money from Netflix. So who knows? I really wish they just showed on Netflix here in yeah. the United States. Cause... Yeah, just make a deal with CBS. Yeah. But they're trying to get this streaming service off the ground that, you know, we were saying before we started recording, we don't even what's even on there. You know, the Good Wife spinoff, I think. Yeah, and I I have no it. Some CSIs probably in <laughs> NCIS. What is it? Big Bang Theory is that CBS? Yeah, like maybe there's yeah. every episode of that. They're gonna have that Sheldon show. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> hey, maybe they'll have Leonard from uh or, or Leonard and Sheldon. Are those the guys from from Big Bang Theory intro of the show. There you go. That's my tip. <laughs> That's my tip for CBS All Access. Yeah, there's it, there's just nothing there for me other than mm-hmm. Star Trek. And I'm going to sign up for CBS All Access for this, and then I'm going to cancel my subscription when it's done. 
Yeah, well, I mean, something in my day job, I look at, you know, how, you know, streaming, it's really boring. But basically, uh, I mean, it's, it's not, not boring. It might be boring to our audience, but, you know, I've seen that kind of thing happen with, uh, with game, with Game of Thrones and HBO, you know, like tons of people sign up for HBO now when, uh, the, the season, uh, is, starts airing and then it's like, soon as it's off, they just like, plummets the subscriber numbers so yeah i'm I'm sure they're gonna face something similar with this but i can only hope that if the show is and i hope it is really really good that they're not gonna hold the fact that you know people aren't signing up for their streaming service against it yeah hopefully not um yeah, I don't know. I I know I'm sounding negative right now, but I, I am genuinely excited for the show, and I can't wait to see it, and I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah. Well, you know what I would say, Justin? You're not sounding negative. You're sounding logical, ah. which is very Star Trek of you. So, uh, yeah, shortly after we watch the episode, we'll uh, talk about it and record something. Yeah, and we hope uh, you'll join us for that. Um yeah, and everyone, uh, everyone who's listening to us again for the first time in a long time, uh, welcome back, and we hope you'll you'll join us for this this voyage of ours. And everyone new, hang on. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll talk to you later. See ya.